future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I'll be your host in the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. Today's show, I'm proud to announce, we have Kane, the founder of Haven, a super exciting project out of Australia. The team are based over there in Sydney. They have just started trading on a few different exchanges. So it's great to have Kane on the show to talk to us about the developments and the exciting roadmap they have laid out for 2018. So let's jump into the interview. So on today's show, we have Kane, the founder of Haven. Kane, how's it going? Great. Uh, doing very well, thank you. Great. Um, uh, which part of Australia are you in today then, Kane? Uh, we're based in Sydney and, uh, and I live in Bondi, so a uh, very nice part of the world. Beautiful, beautiful. And Kane, would you be so kind to give the listeners a quick background to yourself? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I've been working in crypto for uh, about four years now. Uh, I actually run another company called BlueShift, which is the largest cryptocurrency uh, payment gateway on ramp in Australia. Uh, so we work with a number of different exchanges, uh, CoinSpot, CoinJar, uh, some, some of you guys might have heard of over in the UK. Uh, and we basically help them to uh, onboard people and, and get uh, fiat into the crypto ecosystem. Uh, so we've been we've been running that business since 2014. And it, for me, you know, the I, I guess the acceleration of crypto was kind of what drove me to to look into some of the the larger problems. Um, and you know, obviously, stability uh, being you know a pretty big one right now. That's great. And would you be so kind to give us an overview of the Haven ecosystem as well? Sure. So Haven is a decentralized payment network. The idea is to take uh, other payment network, uh, centralized payment network um, solutions. So, you know, think PayPal or Amex uh, and to remove the intermediary, the you know, the trusted uh, authority at the center of those um, and replace it with a distributed um, system. So the the idea behind that is that you end up with a decentralized token, which uh, has a stable value and allows people to uh, transact within crypto uh, systems uh, in um, a stable medium of exchange and, and unit of account. And, and um, I know you guys have been working really hard with the community out there, and it's been an absolute... It's been explosive, I think, is the word I use. How, how have you found the community response thus far for the project? Well, I think, you know, at one point we had about 125,000 people across two Telegram <laughs> channels, which, you know, uh, that, there were a number of, uh, of different elements to that. There was a, a large airdrop, uh, which people responded to, um, you know, really well. Uh, there were uh, a lot of people in the community who've been looking for uh, alternatives to you know uh, some of the stable coins we have now, uh, Tether, Dai, etc. And I think that the the sort of mission of creating a decentralized stable coin, uh, you know, really resonated with a, a lot of different groups. Uh, so you know, it's it's been interesting to kind of see all of those people uh, mingling together in one uh, Telegram channel. It, it gets a little bit uh, gets interesting at times, but you know, it's it's been great and. 
uh, and you know, we the obviously the support of the community, um, you know, has been has been awesome as well. I think uh, we had about twenty five thousand people on the whitelist uh, for our sale. Um, so you know, there there were a lot of uh, a lot of supporters out there. And with the community, did you expect it to be or to grow the way it did? Was there something you guys planned on? You know, we you always have a, a marketing roadmap when you're bringing something to market. And we, I think we're very lucky in, in the timing uh, and, and just execution of how that kind of rolled out. Uh, so, you know, there were, there were probably a number of things that kind of converged uh, at the same time. And, and as I said, I think there's a lot of people out there who are aware that, you know, centralized uh, stability solutions, uh, you know, have some, some downsides to them and alternatives are uh, really you know, needed, clearly needed. So, um, so I think that that helped as well, that, that people could see a very clear, uh, need in, uh, in the ecosystem and, and, you know, it was a novel solution that we were proposing. And so all of those things combined really, you know, helped to kind of, uh, ramp up the, the you know, community engagement. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And Kane, how do you see stable coins such as Haven being adopted and how important are they to the mass adoption of blockchain technologies? I think they're critical. Uh, I think that, you know, for the last uh, several years, p- particularly as the Ethereum ecosystem has, has grown so rapidly, um, there have been a number of different approaches to solving, uh, you know, decentralized uh, systems, whether, whether the solution was for prediction markets or insurance, uh, you know, the, there's a number of different things, you know, lending. Uh, the, the challenge has been that anything that has a, uh, an element of time to it, you know, anything that's over, you know, a longer time scale than say, you know, a few days, uh, it's very difficult for you to build a system that uh, can be, you know, um, administered via smart contract because you don't have a stable uh, medium of exchange or unit of account with which to to sort of interact with those systems. So, you know, th- one of the examples we use is let's say you take out an insurance contract on your house, uh, and you know you you put uh, a few thousand dollars into that uh, contract uh, a year, maybe, and you know that might be going for for you know a few years, and then all of a sudden the price of let's say ETH, which which that contract might uh, have been um, created in, drops significantly. And then there's a payout. That payout event may not actually, uh, you know, be able to to sort of support uh, the contract because the price in fiat, which you need to actually you know, repair your house or, or you know buy a new house, uh, has dropped significantly. So until you have a, a stable coin um, that can exist within these platforms, it's very hard to see uh, how you know those sorts of systems will will gain mass adoption. Um, so that's that's one area, which is you know basically a protocol that other systems can build on top of. Uh, another area, which I guess is probably more general, is really that a stablecoin is just a, a form of programmable money. Um, so you know the the purpose of Bitcoin originally was to be a, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system, and whilst it does some elements of that very well. Uh, the cash system part it fails in because of the the issues with stability, and so what we see uh, Haven and other stablecoins uh, sort of solving for is the ability for you to transact uh, on the internet with a cryptocurrency that is permissionless, but that is also stable in value. And if that becomes 
uh, you know, more prevalent, then that's just obviously going to drive adoption because until that happens, it's very hard for everyday use cases to, to be implemented. And what would you say the main drivers behind the value of the Haven token is? The, the Haven token is essentially uh, the right to participate in the Haven uh, network. So if you're holding a Haven token, you have the ability uh, once the network launches uh, in, in around late June, you will have the ability to lock up your Haven token and against the value of that token, you'll be able to issue stable coins. And so the stable coins are, are collateralized by the Haven tokens that are placed into escrow that are, that are locked up in a smart contract. And the value of those Haven tokens, again, comes from your ability to, uh, to participate in the network and the issuance of the stablecoin uh, allows for people to, to transact. And as they transact uh, in the stablecoin, they pay fees. So just in the same way that, you know, when you transact with PayPal, merchants pay fees. When you transact with American Express or Visa or MasterCard, uh, merchants pay fees. When you transact with um, NUSD, which is our stable token, uh, you pay fees because obviously you're getting utility from being able to use a, a stable cryptocurrency. And those fees go to the people who have staked the system. So the driver of value is really transaction volume. As the network grows and as more people are transacting within the Haven payment network, uh, the, the fee volume increases and you know, the, the reward for staking the system uh, gets higher. So that's really the feedback loop that we see. Um, in the same way that you know, if you're uh, someone who's holding, um, uh, you know, if you're, you're an early PayPal investor or, or something like that, um, as the paper as the PayPal network grows and, and gets traction, obviously value accrues to you. The difference for us, though, is that you need to actively participate in the system. You need to stake your Haven tokens in order to generate fees. Ah, wow! <laughs> it's quite it's a, it's a system that I really believe in, and I know we've done a lot of work at SVK. So that's great to great to hear it from yourself and how that works. Ken, could you also talk to us through the rollout of ETH back to Nomans and the transition to Haven back to Nomans as well? Of course. So, so one of the things that we wanted to do, and and you know, stablecoins, it it should be pointed out, are obviously still like many uh, crypto systems, very experimental. Um, and there are a number of things that we need to determine various parameters within the system in order to ensure that it uh, you know performs efficiently. So, what we decided to do was to have a stage rollout where uh, the first nomens that we create, uh, so. EUSD is the, the name of the token, will actually be backed by ETH. So the value of the tokens uh, is derived essentially uh, or collateralized by ETH. Um, and what that will allow us to do is track transaction volume, track velocity, track uh, various other parameters in the network. And uh, ideally, um, it'll allow us to uh, to you know set the parameters as we transition to Haven back nomen. So what will happen uh, once we deploy the Haven-backed uh, Nomen contract is people will be able to stake their Havens and issue a, initially a small fraction um, of the, the value of those tokens. And, and I guess this is kind of an important point uh, to mention because people you know, ask what underpins the, the value of the stable token. And it is the, the value of the Havens. But in order to protect from you know, large price drops, as we're seeing in the market you know, over the last few weeks, we keep uh, a buffer of about 80% um, of the value. So if you have $100 worth of Haven tokens and you stake them, you can only issue $20 worth of 
the stablecoin of, of NUSD. And that's to ensure that the you know the system is always fully collateralized, even if there's a large price uh, price drop. That's great to hear. And could you also speak about some of the partnerships that you've announced thus far? Because I know the team's been extremely busy. Yeah, we have, uh, we have, and <laughs> and I think that <laughs> I think that's another element where you know the community, um, obviously not just uh, from our users, um, you know, and our airdrop participants and and other people who've uh, participated in in the sale and, and various aspects of the system, but it's also been from uh, other projects. So we've had a, a view for quite a while, probably the last you know six to nine months that. Once there is a scalable uh, stablecoin that people are able to build on top of, that's a, an open source protocol, uh, that there will be a number of use cases that will be enabled. Um, some of which are obvious, uh, you know, as I mentioned, prediction markets and, and lending, etc. Uh, but some of them, I think, are, are you know, we can't even really determine what they might be. Uh, you know, the market obviously is always going to surprise you when you put out a new tool and, and people will use it in different ways. But the obvious ones, uh, like lending, um, for example, we've uh, we've got a partnership with Swappy um, that is uh, a project that's looking to use our token as a, a way of essentially creating a loan. Um, and so instead of loaning out a volatile cryptocurrency, they'll be able to loan out a stable cryptocurrency, which is you know significantly uh, significantly better in terms of you know adoption and, and friction, etc. Great to hear. And could you talk about yeah. some of the de- upcoming developments within Haven? Yeah, of course. So, so we just launched uh, for a week uh, our uh, test USD, uh, which is basically an ETH-backed Nomad contract that uh, runs for a week. Um, there is about 50 ETH in that contract right now. So if you fancy yourself a, uh, a bit of a, a hacker or cracker, um, please, uh, please jump in there and <laughs> see if you can break it because, uh, you know, we've, we've essentially put that up as a, a bug bounty. We've got some other bug bounties as well uh, that you can find on, on our site. But that's a, a fairly large bounty to see if anyone can, can come in and actually, uh, you know, break the contract. Um, so that's that's been on mainnet um, for about a week, and next week, uh, about midweek, we'll actually launch the proper uh, finalized, audited um, EUSD contract, uh, and we'll probably put around about um, 2,000 ETH initially into the contract. So that will allow us, you know, depending on the price of ETH uh, at that time, um, to issue um, you know a, a few hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, of tokens of the the EUSD. And that's going to allow us to do some pretty cool stuff. So something that we're planning, which we're yet to announce, uh, but I'll, I'll give a bit of a, a preview um, uh, on the podcast, is we're going to enable an e-commerce uh, portal on our website uh, where people will be able to come and purchase uh, iPhones and, uh, and other um, Apple products, and we're going to ship them worldwide. And the reason why we can do that is because we don't have any issues with fraud if we take cryptocurrency. So right. that's something that I think, you know, people are, uh, people sometimes don't realize why merchants don't take cryptocurrency as payments because it's obviously a much better uh, payment mechanism than say, you know, Visa or, or Amex, uh, particularly for overseas purchases. Uh, and the reason really is that, you know, there's a, a massive amount of risk if you're a merchant and, you know, you take Bitcoin and then the price of Bitcoin drops, you're exposed. Even if you use a, a payment gateway that settles, the costs can be quite high and the friction is quite high. So we have a view that if you are able to accept a stable cryptocurrency on your uh, e-commerce site, 
uh, and the fees are quite low and you don't have to worry about, you know, giving someone uh, custody of your money, that this will be a, uh, you know, a significant improvement in uh, payment, especially for overseas transactions, because you reduce fraud to essentially zero. And so what we're going to do to demonstrate that is sell a bunch of iPhones, which would typically be an extremely high fraud item for an e-commerce business. And yep. we're going to ship them anywhere in the world. Wow. So anyone anywhere can buy an iPhone from us and we'll ship it uh, anywhere. And just to ensure that people uh, are excited about it, we're going to do it at a discount as well. <laughs> Woo! So how, yeah. when can people sign up for this game? Uh, it's, it's probably going to be a couple of weeks. Uh, okay. We'll have some announcements. Uh, you know, once we get the contracts on mainnet and, and we've got enough currency to support it, what we don't want is, is a crazy gas war or something <laughs> like that. So... Um, so, <laughs> which we may have anyway, but, uh, we've, we've got a, we've got some plans as to, to how to sort of mitigate that. Uh, but you know, we'll, we'll announce everything, uh, on Telegram and Twitter and, and various social channels, uh, and get people, uh, ready to go before we actually roll it out. Uh, but obviously we're really excited about that and, and we're kind of interested to see, uh, how many different countries will, uh, come and purchase an iPhone from us. That's great to hear. And Kane, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Sure. How do you stay on top of doing an ICO, the technology, the community, the market, how do you stay on top of all of this in your day-to-day -day life? Uh, never sleep. <laughs> if you cut sleep down to about four or five hours a night, uh, you'd be surprised how much you can, uh, you can get done in a day. Um, look, I, I, you know, I had some of our advisors uh, who'd previously been through token sales uh, said to me, you know, the last two months, it's going to be the craziest two months uh, of your life, you know, as you get up to the sale. And this is the seventh startup that I've either founded or, or been involved in. So, right. you know, I've been through a number of product launches and, and, you know, crazy periods. But I can, without a doubt, say that uh, running a token sale was the hardest thing uh, that I've ever done. Uh, it's, it's just the, the breadth and depth of different things that are coming at you and the speed at which it moves, um, you know, uh, Jordan and I traveled around the world, I think three times in the course of like six weeks, like literally looped all the way around the world three times. So, you know, the travel and, and hectic schedules, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but I think for us now, we're really excited that, you know, we've had the last month to, to get in. We've already got code on mainnet. Um, you know, we're starting to really make progress. So, um, I had a kickoff meeting today with, uh, with our team as well to, to start the process of finalizing the V1 white paper. Uh, and once that white paper is done, that will be the, the spec that we build out for the Haven-backed Nomen contract. So uh, there's a lot of really exciting stuff coming up and, and you know, we're, we're super busy and, and you know, trying to get to market as fast as we can. Busy, busy, busy. That's what we like to hear. And Kane, while we have you on the show, is there anything you'd like to share exclusively with the SVK Crypto podcast listeners out there? Oh, well, I already have. Uh, is there anything else, yeah. any other sneak peeks you can give us? <laughs> Uh, no, to be honest, that's, that's probably the biggest thing is, uh, that, you know, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, you know, launching that e-commerce store. Um, we will also have Haven merchandise as well to purchase. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, we've had a number of people ask us about t-shirts and, and hoodies and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think we've actually got a hardware wallet as well that, uh, the, a branded hardware wallet, um, that we'll be selling on there as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's probably the biggest, awesome. uh, that's probably the biggest announcement that uh, 
that I've gone and, and spoiled. So um, hopefully no one on the team kills me when I uh, get back in the office tomorrow. <laughs> well, Kane, I want to say on behalf of all the listeners and SVK Crypto, a big thank you for coming on the show today. We know you're super busy and uh, we look forward to monitoring and, and keeping up to date with the progress that you guys will be having. Thank you so much for coming on the show and we wish you the best. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Kane. A big thank you to Kane once again for making it on the show today. We really appreciate it and we know you're super, super busy. So thank you so much for making the time. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, if you enjoy our content, please remember to follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Join our ever-growing crypto community on Telegram, SVK crowd. If you type that in, you'll find us. And also email myself if you have any questions or queries C story at SVK crypto or C S T O double R Y at SVK crypto.com. Have a phenomenal day and a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to an SVK crypto podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.